Alan Philpop, man. Good to get you back on. Not hey, the man. best of circumstances, but hey, you know, like you got to march forward. So what, you know, what's the mind state right now, you know, after coming off uh, the, the performance at One Warrior Series? Um, to be honest, it was, it, no, it set me back a good bit. Like, you no, know, I really thought that this was my time and you know, I covered every angle and you know, done whatever I had to do to get there. And like, I felt amazing going in. Never, like I say, everything leading up to the fight was perfect. And you no, know, I enjoyed every part of it. And But you know, I didn't ever think that this would be the case. So now I've had to <clears throat> take a little step back and think you no know, what was the best going forward and I think to be honest if I can step away from the competition side for a little bit and um, focus on just training get my body conditioned all year round and uh, you know I've got I've got a good couple of fighters coming through in the gym now where I'm coaching so you know focus on them build them up get them the ball rolling in the gym and you know, make a little bit get myself uh, like financially stable and you know, I think things when to come back then it could be a lot easier and I'd have a better chance of giving it another go. Yeah, your advantage is um, you do have massive experience, but also you're very young still. You know what I mean? It's not like you're 40 years old and you're like, oh man, it's like I'm going to have to start coaching now. It's like it's it's a choice that you're making. It's not like you have to do this, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I could, I could keep coming, no, I could keep going or I could walk away completely. Like you say, it's my choice, but... I feel like I'm not done yet. I mean, I'm 27, and that was my 49th MMA fight. I've had loads of jets comps and four pro kickboxing fights in 11 years on top of MMA fights. So I think, no, just take a little bit of time. But I'm going to be ready because like, opportunities come and go all the time. And as much as I'm saying that I want to take the year out, if an opportunity comes, um, I'm, I'm going to take that. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. I don't want to waste any opportunity, but like, I'm not really focusing on coming back to fight this year as such. Yeah. Well, I've seen one championship come at people, you know, at the oddest times and give them a, a shot, you know, in the in the big show. So you're you're probably one of the guys on the top of the list for that. But if it comes, man, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You're moving forward. You're going to start coaching. You have some fighters. And talk about those guys, man, and, and what, yeah, like, what you're going to do with them. Like, <clears throat> this year, you know, was a real big turnaround for our German legends. Before I went there, there was only like a little handful training more for fun. And then more kept getting interested. And then they brought me in and, you know, we, we figured out what was the best way. So we changed the timetable, added more classes, brought in different coaches. And, you know, we've got a, a nice structure going. Um, they say that we've got like six, 68 amateurs getting ready to fight now this year and the first one of the year will be Brandon White. Well, he's one win and one draw in his first two fights last year. And, well, he, he's someone that he's, he's standing out to me. He's got a lot of potential. He's got a good attitude. Um, no, I think, and this this guy's fighting the weekend, Steve Brown from Adelaide. No, he's, he's an ex-commonwealth judo player. He's not like he's had a lot more fights than Brandon too, but you know we're we're ready to take the test and see where we are. And I'm pretty confident that Brandon come away with can can come away with a nice clean win, and you know, that'll help us his confidence. And then if he's getting the win, the other guys they're going to thrive off that energy. You know, so it's up to me now to 
take away all the negative side of things and you know I got beat it happens but you know, like I say it's in the past now so I need to just move forward and help these guys and, you know keep them positive and give them confidence and so that they're going in there and giving the best um, account of themselves. What what kind of adjustments did you make at Legends to kind of grow that place and and get these guys ready and so like me and my striking coach Johnny Barra um it used to just be like our classes were on side by side you know like kickboxing was on at the same time as the MMA and then the jiu-jitsu was on after and we just fought and all like I can only because my classes are the MMA I don't do the strike and I don't really want to focus on any striking when we've got a great striking coach there with them classes so we just decided to like split the classes have the the, the whole hour beat like so when Johnny's classes on the Muay Thai the K1 He's on the mats, or if it's my MMA, I'll be on the mats, or if it's Rick's Jiu Jitsu, then he'll be on the mat. And that way, the fighters there are getting me trained for a couple of hours at night, but also getting to cover every aspect. So they're not just um, coming in and doing MMA one night or just doing kickboxing one night. They can do it, you know what I mean? Sometimes the boys are coming at half five on a Tuesday and Thursday. They'll come in at half five and don't leave till nine o'clock at night. <laughs> and that's training back-to-back classes. So we got a good energy, good vibe in there. And like I say, you know, from going from a gym where people went for fitness classes, we were probably one of the most active in Sydney for kickboxing, boxing, and MMA. Mm-hmm. And now that we got Warwick Oliver, the arguably BJJ black belt, we're starting to get a nice jiu-jitsu team on the go, and we've got a couple of guys in the competitions. And you know, it's just a really good vibe. It's good energy and. Like I'm enjoying it, and it's it's keep me in the love for the sport. Like I say, like I just feel now that 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 has to be my main focus, and that's what I'm enjoying. When you got to Australia a few years back, did you ever feel? Did you ever? Did was that in your plans from the beginning? Like, hey, I'm gonna stay here for a while. I'm gonna. This is gonna be my location. Nah. So I came to fight on ACB. Yeah. So and then the same happened. Though I had a. I didn't have the preparation for that fight. I just my head wasn't fully there. I was fully confident, and um, overconfident. I thought I was just going to go in and knock this Russian guy. Out. I thought, well, we'd knock him out, get a nice little bonus, have a holiday in Australia, and then get back and work towards the title. But that was coming off the no decision. There are no contest over Shea Walsh, and I was, I was probably my best performance, so I was thriving. I went in and just got out wrestled for three rounds and the same again and just end up back in this position and I just like, what, 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 I can't keep doing this. No, I can't, I can't just live this way. I'm not going to be just training and fighting and never get anywhere. So I was like, decided, I, I, you know what, whenever I decided to stay in Australia, I thought, I'm just going to stay away from fighting and training completely. Just, you know, walk away and get, get a job on site or something because you can make good money out here. And then I just, that, that's how it started. That's what I was doing at the start. And after like six months and that, and got my fees and that sort, I came back to Australia and my friend from back home, my gym back home. He was in Australia and he was um, training at Legends. And then he spoke to them for me and then I ended up getting a job coaching. And then I just fell back in love with it. Yeah, well, you know, you have a name. So when, yeah. when people hear your name, they know who you are in the community. So it's like if you're somewhere, they're looking for you to get involved somehow right yeah definitely you know, i've got the bad every time i might i'll see somebody and they recognize me in that and you now like i'm mind i'm getting the gym out there other coaches and 
officials around sitting there starting to realise as well. That's oh, nice. Like, it's good. I feel like it's good. What, the coaching side of it, like, what is so intriguing for you? Is it, like, developing young guys, young girls, and becoming the best that they can be? Is that the tr intriguing part, or is it the cerebral part, like game planning? What is so fun about that aspect? I don't know. It's just ever since that's how I got my name, the apprentice. No, my coach. I used to like from the get go. Since I started, I was going to the fights with my coach. I was standing behind the classes, cleaning mats, and asking and loads of questions, hearing all about the stories. No, and then I just that's all I know, and I just. Love it. No, that's, when I see other people coming in and giving it a go and just trying, or trying to better their life, or trying to find maybe a career, or maybe a bit of self-defense, for whatever reason it is, I just, no, I admire people for that, for getting up and giving it a go. And, um, no, if I, if I can be a bit of help to people and make their time a good time for that hour or two hours at their end, well, then that's that's good. That's what I want to be. No, I love I love the art. I love learning it, and I think it's amazing. It's like, this sport has given me a, a pathway in a life, and I feel that no, if I can give something back, like somebody else might that might be somebody else. I feel like I owe the sport as, as much as it as I get off it. I need to give back to it, and my way of giving back to it is by spreading it and helping it. I see you got guys coming in from other gyms to to train to spar. You know who are those guys? Because you know there's a few guys just you know hopping in and out. Yeah, like so. I've got my guys obviously at Legends and then I train with Renato and he's like one of the coaches at UFC gym and he's got a handful of fighters um, and then we'll go down with Martin Nguyen and the guys at Gregory Hill so we all just sort of come together and then we've got um, me and George Colobo we've trained together since I came here mm -hmm. whether it was out at ATT or Igor's or he comes at Legends but we used to always train and now um, we just we've got more time and we're, we're living close together and it just makes more sense no, we can get we can get enough sessions in and uh, help push each other and we're around the same way and so we you know, everybody just sort of we're all just sort of coming together, but not many of us will probably fight each other on the local scene or anything anyway and most of us are on big different paths. So we all just come together, use our heads, pass some knowledge on and try and make like help each other grow and get as good as we can. Yeah, I spoke to Josh and he was telling me uh, he, like he spent a lot of time with you, working with you, and it has developed his game, you know, a lot. And, and just being around you, listening to what you have to say and kind of like you picking picking his, his game apart a little bit has helped him. Man, when you hear stuff like that, it's, you know, it kind of validates a lot of what you're doing, right? Yeah, man. I remember Josh before, just at the end of his camp, you know, he sent me a nice message in that air and that, you no. Know, it was just basically the same, saying appreciate it, and then, like I say, that's that means I'm doing something right on that side. You know, if he, if I'm helping him adapt his game and find little holes that he's even recognising, no, it's, it's it's good, it's nice, but like he helps me just as much, you know. And as much as I'm a coach, like I always am, but I try to be more like a team captain. You no, know, I try and let the boys feel like it's value. Like yes, I'm the one in charge, I'm the one leading the way, but I'm not the one. It's not all about me. It's like when I fight. I was in fight camp, you no, know, I was speaking to the boys and you know, they're pretty shy as well, some of them and they're, they're a good bunch of lads just come in and train. And I'm like, no, give me that push. See if you see me slagging a little bit. Like I need you to <clears throat> push me as much as I do you. I also because like I don't have anyone else over me in that area and that's where you need to come in. And they did, you know, every time 
push me to the limit. And they go, no, that's just, like I said, it's just, just a good life. And I'm still finding my feet, really, in Australia. And that's only two years. And I feel like now I've got the, the good life, the understanding of what I like. So I need, to, I need to start building on this a little bit, get a wee bit more secure and stable. And then, well, I mean, let's just get, get back at what I'm best at, and that's putting people away again, you know. It's like that last, for my last fight in the One More Series to this fight, like it was, it was crazy. Like, I didn't, like, it paired brilliant last fight as well, but this fight was phenomenal. It was nothing. And, you know, it was, and then the difference was, I won then, I didn't win here, and I, was, I need to figure out why, because it seemed to be every time I get to the big one. You know, the Bama World title three times, first fight for Ed Harper. 10-8 at him the first round, came out second round, got sloppy. And I was like, wow, like, why am I switching off when it matters most? And you know, there must be like, something deep in there mentally. And I have a mind coach, um, Rob, Rob from Mindsport, and he, he's really good, and he's brought my game on and got me sharper. I don't know, I need to get deeper in there because I really feel that there's there's a blockage in there because it's not, it doesn't make sense for me to progress, do what I'm doing in training, and then like, get get so close to it and not know why I'm stopping. I mean, there's something there and I need to work on it. Yeah, well, you know, everybody's going to be waiting for you to come back anyways. It doesn't, you know, you take as much time as you want. But Australia, a lot of people feel like it's the next Brazil, you know, and pertaining to talent and and just growth. Do you feel that? Do you feel like it is going to be, it's just a melting pot, like you're going to, it's going to blow? Yeah, definitely, me. I think, like I said, the two years I've been here since watching local shows, the level has just got higher, higher, higher. And then you've got the boys in New Zealand doing their thing, and then you've got Alex Foganowski, Whitaker, all Jake Matthews, uh, Jimmy Crew, all the Aussie UFC boys. No, it's they're making waves in there as well. They're not just doing it and they're getting there. They're making waves in there, and like so, like you go on one, you see all the Aussie fighters. I don't know, it's, I think it's ready. I think it's ready to take off and really deserve it as well because they put the work in and the, the, everybody's trying to really help and grow this sport. It's, like, you know, it's, exciting, it's exciting time over in Australia for MMA. Yeah, and uh, in your in your group of amateurs, you never know, man. You might have somebody in there that is the next superstar. Yeah, I'm confident. Superstar. I'm confident champions, man. Like, there's... There are a few promising guys in there. Like I say, they're giving me rounds in the gym now. And that's after a couple of years. So like, next year and the year after, they're going to be... Hammer you know, <laughs> me, I'm going to have to retire fully. I'm yeah. Well, yeah. hey, Alan, whatever you do, man, um, I'm looking forward to it, man, to see the development of your team, to see you know when you come back. So whenever you do decide to come back, I'll get you back on. We'll speak, you know, and see what you've been doing and catch up and... And uh, yeah, man, uh, you yeah, know, man. enjoy your life out there in Australia. Enjoy coaching. Enjoy the growth that you're a part of. And uh, we'll speak soon. Yeah, man, appreciate it.